Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Mental Snacks with Claiborne Jackson. As you're aware of, I'm doing a special where I'm just uh, highlighting a lot of the brothers for Men's Health Month and Father's Day. So this time around, I'm treated, man, this is actually a treat for me because I get to sit down with a brother. I mean, this man is an entrepreneur, businessman, actor, man, the list goes down, a, a survivor of multiple life traumas, and he's been able to survive and keep thriving since then. And, and he, he is a father, man, an active father at that. Brother from the communities, man. Please welcome my brother Anthony Hill to my show one more time, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Father's Day, Mr. Claiborne Jackson. I appreciate you for having me on this special podcast. Hey, man. Sure. You know what? I, I thank y'all for participating with the brother in some of my crazy antics and just <laughs> ideas. And uh, just being embraced, man, it's been so beautiful to be able to reach out to my brothers now that we're older and say, hey, you know what, let's sit back and have conversations and talk about all the stuff that we've overcome and all the stuff that we used to do that we don't do. And it's amazing, man, how they, how just yeah. bridging things with people has been. It's, it's been beautiful, man. So I thank you for hopping up on here, man. And not just hopping up on here. Are you, are you right now? You're in L.A. or are you back in Sacramento? Well, I'm in Sacramento right now. Okay, so yeah, he's not even sitting with me, y'all. So he's taking time out of his day in Sacramento to call in remote to chop it up with your boy. So that's love in itself. So again, thank you, my brother, for popping up on here with me. But but I will pop up on you when I'm in L.A. shooting in a few weeks. Hey, you know what, man? Let me know, and I will definitely pull up, man, shoot just to come up there and shoot it with you in person. You know what I mean? I tell, I be telling, uh, cool, I be always, I'm going to come out there for one of these events, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come out there and kill two birds literally with one stone in a day. I might just make me a whole day trip and bug out. Because it's been a long time. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long time since I've been up there, man. Yeah, you go to Cool Boys, you're going to be there all day. You know what? For real. For real. <laughs> For real, man. So I was like, you know, it was crazy. I was out there in his direction not too long ago. And I was like, yeah. oh, there's the lake. I think I was on the opposite side of the lake. So I was yeah. like, okay. So that's how I know it's a big lake to that extent. So I was like, okay, now I see where he be talking about where he's going. So yeah, you're yeah. trying to put something together, man. But how are you doing, bro? How, how are you holding up mentally, man? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored and just loving every day as it goes. You know, I'm a, I'm a grandfather of 17. I'm a father of 11. I'm married man. man. You know what I'm saying? I'm an active father. You know what man. I'm saying? So I'm enjoying this Father's Day weekend, man. Yeah. How are you? Say that, man, before we get to me, say that again. The break it down again for the folks, those out there who might have said, did he just say what now? <laughs> I said, I'm blessed and highly favored. And I said, I'm a grandfather of 17. I'm a father of 11. I'm a married man and I'm an active father and I'm enjoying this Father's Day weekend. Man, hey, I'll tell you what. i tell you what, bruh. This is when they try and turn around and say, oh, these, kind, these dudes, they're not active with their family. They're not involved. Bruh. I, I think I know people out there that probably don't even know 17 people that they like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm telling you, brother, that ain't nothing but respect to the highest level, man. That is, man, salute, man, salute, brother. And the fact that he threw in there also, y'all, please, brothers out there that's listening, he's proud to say that he is a married man. You know what I'm saying? So he's repping to the fullest. So if there's anything, brothers, take some notes from this man right here. 20 years strong, man. Man, brother, salute to that there and salute to the queen, man. Jeez Louise. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I know, man, dealing with us as men, 
any woman that can hang it for 20 years dealing with us as men, salute. They need all the respect mm-hmm. in the world because we are some handfuls, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know, I think all we do is we, we mature, we get wiser, but we still have that boy heart. So it's still, you yeah. still find us out there kicking a the rag down the gutter doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is like, we, That's true. You That's know? true. So salute, man. Good grief, brother. But, Thank, you. Thank you again. Man, I'm holding it down out here, man. I'm a, she getting ready to enjoy the weekend. She like I was telling you before we got on air, man. After after doing my thing on Friday, I've been on a, I've been on dad mode, man. Just bring me something good to eat, give me something good to drink, and uh, I'm just gonna relax. I'm not gonna do much of anything, yeah. and uh, yeah. I'll get back to running around like a nut, running up and down this hill and all this other business on Monday. So <laughs> sure. go ahead and run that off, huh? Huh? <laughs> go ahead and run it off, huh? Yeah, hey, pretty much, man. Pretty much. I figured, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna add. Hiking that mountain. I was doing it once a week. I'm added to do it twice a week now. So yeah, I was doing a lot of walking probably like two or three months ago. Just walking every day, walking, walking, walking. Even got some better shoes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started getting on this road too much, back and forth to L.A. Man, and the, and the walking wasn't happening that much. You know, hey, I, you know what? I could believe it, man. Hey, sometimes, man. But see, that's why you can always continue on and get back on track. It's not like oh, that's the end and we're done. You know what I mean? So that's the no, beauty yeah, of it, man. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. glad I'm, I'm catching you right before Father's Day. So everything is just sitting fresh with you. You know the day is coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to jump into this first question for you here. We kind of, you know, went over a little bit of already there. But okay. what does, when you think of Father's Day, what is your meaning of Father's Day? What does it mean to you? For me, honestly, I think it's a day of celebration for all fathers that are responsible and active fathers, even fathers that have passed away that were, you know, just a good person at heart, you know, they're responsible, you know what I'm saying? It, it, even stepfathers, whatever, Father's Day is just that one day that we get. Even though we should have a lot more days, it's special, you know what I'm saying? So that day, we should be pampered, we should be catered to, we should be respected, we should be reached out to, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just that one day. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I hear everything you're saying, and I feel everything that you're saying right there. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing when you look at how the advertising goes, man. Sometimes you, people are like, oh, it is Father's Day coming up. But when it's Mother's Day, we know it's a parade that's coming. It's some of everything that's going on. No, that's when you get a lot of ads on TV for the little uh, chocolate-covered strawberries and all <laughs> that. stuff on your phone. Yes. You know? But, I mean, they're worth it, too. You know what I'm saying? Without yeah, yeah. them, here. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. That's, you know, because I came from just a, a single mom. And that lady wore so many hats. So, salute to those yeah. that's out there doing it. But remember, y'all got y'all's day, so let us be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let us have yeah. our moment to shine. That's it. That's it. One day. It's all I need. Man, now, I know we go way back to just the amount of grandchildren and children you have coming on now. Now this so this question might take you back, 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 but what were you thinking before you had your first child? What was your thought on having children before you had your first child? Well, honestly, when I was younger, I played basketball a lot, and I played a lot of scrimmage games with the Kings, you know, and a lot of program teams. So I thought I was going to go through the pros, and I really didn't want to have children. Mm-hmm. It ain't that I wasn't active. I just, when you're young, you know, you're moving around, you're like, oh, I can't have kids because I don't have any kids. Exactly. But, you know, that quickly changed at a young age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I always wanted the big family. Was, uh, like where I come from, Del Paso Heights, Sacramento, California, the life expectancy wasn't that long. So it was like, okay, let's get old enough to have a kid so they can remember us and live on and, and keep our name going. So I had that mentality, you know okay. what I'm saying? So, okay. And, you know, and, you know, life goes by so fast, and next thing you know, you got more than one. And, you know, and, and, and you're proud of it because that's why you're here, you know? I mean, at least that's what I've been taught, you know what I'm saying? That, right. To just have a big family because I came from a big family, and it seemed like we all died away, and then the credit came in, it tore us up, you know? So I wanted to rebuild that family. I wanted to have that family house. I wanted to have all the grandkids over and kids. I wanted I wanted to be pom-pom, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be <laughs> You know, I'm not even mad, man. That's a a great perspective and outlook on how that would work. Because on that side of it, man, when we were growing up down here, I had a total opposite side of it. Like I didn't want any children because like you, man, my life was so, I think my side of life was more hectic than it was on the athletic side. I was more at that particular age. I was more outside in the streets, just cutting up. So for me, I would sit there and talk to my cousin and be like, Hey man, like, he would have this whole vision of the house and the, and the, you know, the fence and the wife. And I'm like, dude, this world is so crazy. I don't want to bring anybody into this mess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, I don't want no part of this. But then when they land in your lap, they're just like, you know what? I can't change the world, but I can at least change the environment to try and give mine a better chance. You know, yeah. it flipped the switch. So it will, it will make you adjust your views, you know, but the way that you were looking at in the beginning, man, that's a beautiful outlook you had there. Cause that was so far yeah. off my radar. You know what I'm saying? That was so far <laughs> off my radar, brother. And this is why I like doing this because not everyone had the same mindset upon having children. You yeah. Know what I mean? And a lot of people think that, you know, in the beginning, none of us want them. We don't want to take care of them. But when you sit here and I get to talk to so many brothers that all felt so different about having them, you know what I mean? It's, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's, it's trying to show people, we did and do care, you know what I'm saying? So, some of us did have yeah, plans. I mean, and the craziest part is my first child was a boy. He was born on Christmas. So I was like, Get wow. Get you know, and I'm like, wow, thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I said, what better gift can I have? You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, he grew up to be uh, bigger than me. I'm six foot six. He's like, Six nine, four hundred pounds. So. <laughs> Good grief, boy! You got some jackets, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he, yeah. I make him sit down when he talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm telling you, bro. Now I bet for him that moment when he finally passed you in height was probably like, yeah, I'm finally past him. Because you have that moment no. where y'all even, and then it's like, okay, now I'm taller than pops. Well, I knew in junior high school when he was taking my shoes out the closet. And it was 13, 14 that I was in trouble. I was like, okay. <laughs> so when we went to the 19s and 20s, it was over. Oh, good grief. The 19 and the 20. Yeah. Man, dude, I, I complained trying to find an 11 and a half. You know what I'm saying? I can only imagine yeah. trying to find a 19 or a 20. Yeah. Yeah. They had a place down here called Norseman's Rack. You can find all those big sizes. Get out of here, man. It was, man, good yeah. grief, brother. And I know that was probably one that you were glad that was a. Uh, able to start taking care of their own and handling their own expenses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, definitely, man, because them big shoes is a bigger price. Man, I couldn't <laughs> really imagine it. My son went from 
buying cleats as a juvenile to his first set of buying like boys. And I was like, what the heck kind of markup is this? You know what I'm saying? I was like, this same shoe was 49. What do you mean it's 119? I'm like, you sure you can't play one more season? You know what I'm saying? Like, like sure. Yeah. Bigger the shoe, the more it costs. And then I think it's like in most orders, that when they order shoes, it's like maybe one or two 13s, two 12s, and all the rest are small sizes. Yeah, yeah, they man, exactly. And that's why they make it so hard, man. But, sh- man, that, that's a task in itself, brother. So salute to that, man. Good grief, brother. Uh, yeah, thank you. Now, here's one for you, man. Let's see. And it ties into that there. So when you first found out that you had your son on the way, what was your reaction when you first found out? Ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm like, you know what? Okay. I mean, you know, it was just a, it it was just, yeah, it just happened. I was just, I couldn't accept it that quick. Right, right. You're not ready. You're not ready. But you know, being young, you you know what I'm saying? You you make decisions without thinking about the outcome. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm telling you brother and then that one right there is the other there's another one you catch these different ones yeah that's true because I'm telling you I was mad like I tell you, I felt like I was laying in bed like I was cane for menace you know what I'm saying so I felt like I was like what you calling me about you're calling me for what now like, like I just wasn't as mean I was just like oh wow well uh okay um okay yeah. I mean, it wasn't that I wasn't happy, but I wasn't, I was, I just, I've never done this before. You know right. what I'm saying? So how could it be? Now, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. I, I mean, I, I manned up though, you know? Yeah, man, I'm telling you, cause it throws you on, man. It throws you for a loop. I was just like, look, once we uh, get these papers back and these results come back and then we just pick up from there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, just yeah. we'll pick up from there and see how this works out. And then uh, yeah. 21 years later, I can't get rid of this boy. But uh, you know what I'm saying? So it, <laughs> it, it works itself out, man. That's, I hear you. I'm telling you, brother. Let's see here, man. So we got the reaction, man. Now, at what point, man, did you feel like just do any time, and it could be with any of the children, that there was something with your lifestyle or something that you love to do that wasn't the best thing to do, but you had to finally kind of curve it to become that much better or that much more involved with your children? Something that I like to do that I had to curb it to be more involved with my children. Yeah. That's really kind of, I don't, I mean, cause I don't know. I'm more of a, a family oriented person anyway. So I really didn't have to curb too much. I just had to adjust and be more responsible, more responsible financially and then stop buying so much damn music. Cause you know, so I used to put music in my car. So, if I got my paycheck, I'd usually go out and run a whole, get a whole bunch of woofers and amplifiers and build beats because that's what I do. Right. So I had to kind of cut back on that part. But other than that, it's just I had to learn to be a father because, you know, it just when your father wasn't too much in your life to teach you how to be a father, mm-hmm. you were more of a friend to you, then you really didn't know how to be a father to your own child. Man, say that, brother. Say that. Yeah. So that's what I had to do. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to figure it all out the right way. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah, man. And that's the truth right there, bro. Because no matter what, and that's one thing with our moms, man, no matter what, they could raise us in a sense of, okay, here's the way to live, how to grow up, and so forth. But there's certain elements that we missed 
with that father presence, just that extra something on the outside, you know. Hey, you know, the cool part about that statement is uh, just like I'm sitting down now, my mom stood up, walked to the door when I was 11 years old, told me, boy, I'm not coming back. She left out that door and never came back. Man, man. So, yeah. Man, brother, you know, and that's you know, and I, and I, man, that's one thing we definitely got to promote is your book, brother. Because man, oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man, shoot, just from you sit there and get to the first two pages, maybe three, if you got to go that deep, and you're already locked in. Like, man, my brother got a story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like so, yeah, yeah. anybody that's listening definitely has to pick up the book, man. They, that's one thing we're done. I'll put in the links and everything. I'll put a picture up on there too. But man, your All story right. is incredible <laughs> in general. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can only imagine. You. And now for you to be on this flip side with all the kids and the family and being tied so tight, in a sense, you can kind of see how that would work with the whole, the way that how you kind of grew up. And it was like, okay, let me keep my family tight and stay involved. You know, I yeah. see, and that, I'm sure that, yeah. that, how much of that did that play into that? It made a big difference. I, I felt like that I was so without family that I'm addicted to having family now. Like I can't, I can't be single don't want to be single. It's like I was single as a child. So now as an adult, I want to create a family big enough so nobody else goes by themselves. You know, not that I'm going out to make 22 kids. I mean, I'm done with that part. <laughs> but it's just, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. just talking about within, you know, what I've created so far just to keep us tight knit or try to even build relationships. Because even having a whole bunch of kids and a whole bunch of grandkids doesn't mean that you're having big cookouts every weekend because everybody has their own life. Right. You know, right. but I hope eventually that we all come together like in the old days and, and start, you know, doing like we're supposed to do togetherness, you know? Man, and that's 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 what's needed is that that family that whole family vibe, the whole family presence, and they just know yeah. that now they have so many different relatives and family members and the cousins and brothers and everybody can reach out too. You oh know, yeah. Man, that's it's wild cuz I can count how many I actually deal with in my family. On one hand, probably, yeah. you know what I mean? So I can yeah. only imagine yeah. having a huge group that you can call on just to say what's happening. You know what I mean? Is this yeah. a beautiful thing? Yeah, we had a family so big at one time. We would have Sunday dinners, my grandmother, my grandfather. Um, we had a, um, it was a newspaper. I think it was a Sacramento Tribune or something like that. They'd come take pictures of our family dinners every weekend and just put us in there. Because, you know, it was it was a nice, nice beautiful situation every Sunday, you know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> you know, when, and when they passed away, like everybody fell apart, you know So I right. guess that's what I'm trying to recreate with my wife, you know? Yeah, no, definitely, man. Definitely. Man, that's like a, it was a Sundays at Big Mama's on those, on the shows. Everybody used to have those, you know? Yeah. So it's, and that's definitely yeah. where that nucleus comes. And I think and for yeah. over here, my moms had passed. I was kind of always the little black sheep in my family. I always just kind of stayed on the edge and, the way people would be let to be known, well, you know, June kind of does what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah, boy is yeah, everywhere. But then when my yeah. mom's passed, I thought we would all really fall and just kind of grow far apart. But that actually yeah. kind of drew us all back in together. You know, yeah. and it might have just drew me back in. They might have always been together, shoot, for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I came back into the fold like, hey, you know, where's my sisters at? And being the youngest with three older sisters, it was kind of, oh, uh, yeah, so it was the flip side of mine, man. I'm Five years to the youngest of my sisters, so I'm the baby of the whole family. You the baby, but the only boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a little <laughs> the dynamics were a little <laughs> bit different. So you know, I you was, had a real, 
you had a rough being the youngest boy then. Man, I'm telling you, because you had to try and take on some of everything and then still yeah. balance your sister's emotions, your mom's emotions, and it's like everybody in one. So now, just in life, when I deal with anybody, they're just like, you can tolerate so much, you can take so much, and this and that. I'm like, look, I was raised in a house with four black women, and I was the only yeah. boy. So you're not going to get a whole lot of arguing out of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're not going to get a whole lot of, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I'm just going to let you have your moment. I'm just going to try and work through this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, so. Yeah, you're not going to win at all in a conversation with four black women in the house. Exactly. So these women out here can thank my sisters and my mama for uh, <laughs> for my non-confrontational manner. He came pre-trained, you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, bro, I love you, man. Because that's the truth. That, that is the truth. It's funny as how they'll get mad because I won't argue back. And I'm like, didn't I tell you my history? Like, look, like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't have it for you. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, out like the fourth indeed. Oh, man, for real, brother. For real. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to be here, man. It's almost like, shoot, what's the resolution? Where are we going? What is it that you need to change so we can just have yeah. peace? That's all I need to know. <laughs> Let's just move on, you know. But now, nah, it's, it's you know the whole family dynamic, man. I think with black families and just us in general, man, we have had such a weird thing going on with our families over time. From where yeah. the systems divided us, man, from the courts to just everything has divided us and broke us down so bad that now to see everybody trying to rebuild that black family, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. It is, you know, like. Like I said, you know, when the epidemic came through, it tore a lot of good families apart. And a lot of things that families built before that was just taken and given away and sold just for, you know, for nothing. You already know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have that foundation to stand on anymore, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like say, for instance, I go to drive through my neighborhood where I grew up. There's nobody's house I can stop at that lives there anymore. They're either dead or they lost their house. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. When you, when you realize that, it's like the world has changed. Life has changed. So now you have to create what you want Isn't for your right? future. Say that, brother. Say that, yeah. brother. It's, man, many jewels on this already, man. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> people got to sit back and listen. But that's the truth. <laughs> that's that's the truth, man. That's what I, I tried to tell my son, man, because the way that moms used to always tell me, she's like, I'm trying to build you this foundation that you can keep building on. She said, but yeah. if you decide to jump off, that's that's perfectly fine. Said, if you think you can build one that's better, run with it. You know, yeah. and I tell him that to this day. And I'm like, when I jumped off of her foundation, I almost got three years sent on vacation. So I yeah. jumped right back on her foundation. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, let me yeah. get back on what she's building. Because what I tried to build was not it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah. It, see, it, it takes longer to build it the right way. It just takes a few minutes to do it the wrong way. Preach. You know what I'm saying? So, Preach. Preach. A few minutes, man, that gives you those few years to rethink your whole plan that you did not want. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You, you miss so many blessings when you're gone and you could have been so far ahead in life based on those bad decisions you make in that uh, quick cash, you know? Man, brother, and that's that's the truth, man. That is the truth. I used to tell people in the beginning, man, I used to sit back and laugh because my son would only see things from TV. So he didn't mm. know the whole neighborhood because by then I had him living out here, which, you know, it's in this uh, East Lake area. It's, just, it's peaceful. It's real mellow out here. There's no yeah. neighborhood drama. So for him yeah. to grow up out here, he was watching uh, 
I want to say, I want to say maybe he's watching the NWA's movie. And he oh, was watching yeah. that movie, and he looked up, and he was like, so, Pastor, he says, so I'm trying to figure out, just watching this, there's the red and there's the blue side. He says, so looking at you and all of your boys, I'm guessing that y'all was from, and I was in here cracking up to myself because I'm just like, this is where he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like this yeah. is where he's seeing he's like, it. Why do you have so many of the same color shoes? <laughs> and I'm cracking up because I was like, you know what? I think I did something right because he has no idea <laughs> what's going on with this madness. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think I did pretty decent on getting you on the, in the direction away from the from the knuckleheads. But now yeah. just let me get you to understand who they are, what they do, where they are, so that you don't walk yourself into something by accident. You and know. wearing the wrong color, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and that's the that's the flip side to it is, you kept them out of it, but now it's like you have to make sure they understand it so they don't get caught yeah. up in something that they have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking at TV to get you hurt, you try to reenact it. Man, man, I'm like, boy, I'll tell you, it's like when everybody used to watch Midnight. Everybody's like, oh, old dog was this and that, brother. Me and you both know, old dog was a very watered down person for a movie. Because there were so oh, many yeah. other old dogs that you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, because old dog went on to be Frankie Lyman. So, <laughs> <laughs> brother, <laughs> you understand? Know you got to think about that one. <laughs> oh man, you ain't never lied, brother. Hey, that is the truth, though. <laughs> yeah. We got to look that one up. They gonna be old dog Frankie Lyman. Oh shit. Heck yeah, they're going to be like, man, you put these cats up here that's in their 50s when they're together in a room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Damn, brother, that, that's the truth, though, man. That is truth, man. Now, along those lines, what is the biggest lesson that you learned in life that you tried to teach to your children so that they don't make that same mistake? I mean, there's so many lessons that I've learned in my life. I mean, but you know what I can tell my kids, honestly, man, and I tell them, don't make my same mistakes because I'm actually just starting to live my life because most of my life I made so many mistakes where I couldn't live a normal life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now getting on that path, making the right decisions moving forward. And you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, you're a little older. I'm like, you know what? I got to this age, but honestly, you don't get wise until a certain age. You don't make wise decisions to a certain age. So I feel my life is just beginning. Brother, brother. So, yes. I, I tell my kids, don't make my same mistakes. Now, now the steps I'm taking now, yes, make those mistakes because they're not mistakes. These moves are on purpose. Right. And they're power moves. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's the best way I can say it. Now, now man, that, and that's it, brother. That's the truth. That's the truth because it's, it's crazy, man. It's almost kind of like you look at it how when – when Al Davis benched Marcus Allen for all those years, and then he went off to those other teams and ran like he was young. Yeah. That's almost kind of how I feel like life was with dealing with certain situations and raising the children and so forth. You're almost kind of put on hold for a moment where you went through that maturity and growth process. And now we know what we want to do. We know how to live better. We know how to prolong our health. The decisions that we're making now, those are mistakes that are coming from us taking these chances in a positive way to do something that's yeah. going to build generational. You know what I mean? So now that we're, we're off, man, we're, we're off the bench with fresh legs, brother. You know what I mean? So, so, <laughs> we're out here now. And we're young, yeah. you know, we're young 50s, man. We're not like our parents and grandparents' 50s. I feel like we're a younger version of the 50s. To where yeah, young, yeah. We didn't, we didn't, uh, I don't know, back then, I don't know what it was, what they were eating or whatever was going on or 
how you're supposed to look at a certain age, but we definitely don't look like that. No, we sure don't, man. Our activity level is higher. I look at some yeah. of these younger cats, and I'm just like, man, if we're setting the bar, y'all got a oh, long yeah. way to go looking at how, <laughs> how some of y'all are living right now. You're going to have to flip yeah. that switch, and at this 50, I'm, I want to see at 50 if y'all still doing what we're doing right now. you calling us uh, uncles yeah. and aunties and old heads, and you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what kills me is when you run into the youngsters, they might be doing good right now, right? But how many times in our life are we doing good? You know what I'm saying? But they want to tell you how to do it. Man. But, you know, I remember this old man told me he used to sell watermelon on the back of his truck and just sit there. He told me people laugh at me. He said, but I done did everything they done did already. And I'm sitting here collecting my Social Security and making my money from my pocket. And he said, you <laughs> He said, you don't understand what life's about when you get older. He said, sit your butt down, get your fishing pole, go by the water and think, play you a game of chess. He said, learn about life instead of running around here trying to impress everybody. Man. And he was right. Man, that's that's real game. That's the truth. That is the <laughs> truth. Because when we're young, we look at these people, and just like, what is this guy doing? You know what I mean? This is like, and he's looking at us like, run, fool, run. Keep on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just, just like. We brought around our music, the women. They, they already did that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We ain't, doing, we ain't doing nothing new. They know exactly where we're going, though. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you're lucky enough to still see one of them older heads now, you're pulling up to the porch or to the garage where they are. And pulling up a chair with them, breaking over some sunflower seeds, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting back like, yeah. man. And they're telling you, I remember you used to always just be running up and down this street. And like, I remember when you used to tell me that one day I would stop, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 shoot, like, it's all back now. And I think that's how <clears throat> the relationship I had with my uncle, yeah, my uncle Les, it was real similar like that. And Les just, yeah. who's always... You look at his old pictures back in the days in the 70s with the little brim hat on, the little matching jacket, and, the you know, just getting out there. Yeah. When I go by to see Unc, man, and he'd be in the garage, and he'd always be like, man, there you go. You know, your little fast tail self. You're just ripping all over the city. There you go now, mm-hmm. running here. Every time you come mm-hmm. by, you got a little something in the passenger seat. Where are you going this time? Yeah. You know. And I'm like, Unc, man, you know, uh, Unc, I got to keep moving around, this, this, and this. Man, yeah. Man, I found myself the other day. What do they call it? You got ants in your pants? You need to dance? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Those those ants would be getting to you. You yeah. know, the burning, you had a little money in your pocket, just burning a hole. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. burning a hole in your pocket. You just got to get out there and spend it, don't you? you got to spend it. And now I find myself doing the same thing he used to do, just standing somewhere, watching these youngsters, looking at my son and his friends, like, yeah, all right. Y'all just go ahead and enjoy. What you going to do, sit on the couch and go to sleep? Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I need to rest so I can look at y'all again tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, I'm going to get y'all up at 4 o'clock when I get up. And it's like, whoa, for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I used to always wonder why the old people be up at, you know what I'm saying, early in the morning. But, you know, older people are smart. They get up before it gets too hot. Mm-hmm. They get the first stuff stocked in the store. They get the newspaper before they was out the stands back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, everything was classified back then. So if it was a car for sale, only way you're going to know it was in the classified. So yep. if you get that newspaper, then you got the first dibs of that car. It wasn't on as online stuff, you know? Yeah. Yep. So now I understand why they was up. Dude, I totally get it now. You know what I mean? The game that we yeah. didn't get, you know, yeah. we're coming home from the club and they're just getting up from resting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, now yeah. we totally get it. I mean, on my off days, I'm up at 4 or 5 o'clock. I tell people now, if I sleep in, that's me sleeping until 6 o'clock in the morning if I sleep in. And so yeah. that, that's forced. So it's like I got to force myself to sleep that late. 
You know, yeah. I tried to sleep in late last uh, this weekend. Matter of fact, I tried to sleep in late. I woke up, man, started getting a headache because I was laying down too long. And it was like 7 o'clock. You can't do that. Your body wants you to get up. But then you try to turn over and get comfortable. It's just it's time to get up. Yeah. Well, you, know that, you know that sun is up, especially since the time has changed. Man. Your body's not going to let you rest. No, and, and that's exactly what it did, man. <laughs> shoot, man. <laughs> so along those lines, man, we might as well shoot over into the to the health side real quick. And just, just with everything that's going on, man, mentally and physically, how have you been holding up over the last two years? I mean, honestly, man, I stand strong. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm, I'm the man of the house. So, you know what I'm saying? I lead by example here. So, I mean, everything's been good. Everybody's been healthy. Nobody in my house because of COVID, none of that. You know, we've just been really, really, really taking care of ourselves, you know. Um, you know, me and my wife, you know, we, we used to work out really heavy to like this last year. She still works out and looks at me. But, um, I mean, we're just a really health-conscious family, like the way we eat, things we buy, the things we bring in the house for the children. Right. I mean, even right now, my son's outside the door. I told him, don't drop the weights. He's out here trying to work out so he can get buffed for <laughs> the you know, he's he going to be a senior, so he want to be buffed, okay. you know. So he, he eating the peanut butter and lifting weights out here. So. Ah, the peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, people don't understand. Well, I love it when we have these conversations as older yeah. heads and know the tricks of the trade. You know what I mean? People don't get it. I used to feed that boy a peanut butter sandwich, man, before every football game from five years yeah. old up. And no one ever yep. understood. They're just like, "Why do you give him this peanut butter sandwich every time he turned around?" And I'm just protein. like, "Man, it's protein in that joint. I'm giving him some proteins. He's getting some carbs yep. in real quick. You know, if it's gonna be a double type game, I'll throw some jelly in there to get him sugar or some in there. And you know, I mean, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> my man said the peanut butter boy. <laughs> man, the last time I was into the gym heavy to get heavy, it was a tablespoon of peanut butter before every workout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, brother. I try to make my own little protein drink with some powdered eggs and some milk oh, and some oatmeal and a scoop of peanut butter and shake it up. Yep, yep. Yeah. See, you know what I'm saying? They don't it works. They don't understand, man. They don't get it. Everything's all this biochemical something of another with the something and something. It's like, yeah. man, no. Nah. Yeah, nah, yeah but these what do they say? May cause diarrhea, headache. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, brother, heck no, I ain't even mad, man. And that's what's up, though, man. Is everybody staying mobile, physical, and you guys yeah. all kept the health good during this whole stretch with the crazy COVID? Yeah, plus we, you know, at the time when COVID came out, well, we owned our, uh, we had a grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, uh, and it wasn't a big grocery store, but it was a family grocery store, and we were doing good. And then uh, the government came in and shut us down for a minute. Then they let us open up with the plexiglass and the markings on the floor. But they only allowed so many people in the store because of square footage. Right. And, you know, the lines outside would dwindle down because the shoppers inside would take their time. Right. And eventually we came to a decision where we closed the store and said to just continually pay all this money out, trying to keep everything cold in the store where we're not getting enough business. Right. So that's the only thing, you know, that did affect us during that time. Okay. I mean, I remember that, man. I was going, and it's funny, I was going to ask you about this. Because I remember seeing the, the videos with the store. And I was oh, yeah. like, my man is doing everything. He's had something going yeah. for everything. And I liked it because it was giving back, you know, saying to the community with the store there too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I went out fed the homeless once a week for three years. You know what I'm saying? So, and, uh, but I mean, that's, that's not a closed door. Everything's still there. I'm just waiting for the right time to 
boom, open up something bigger. Heck yeah, man. See, I'm telling you, man, people don't understand, man. For those of you that tune in on this episode, this man right here is a special brother. So y'all got to give this man his, his salutes, his flowers, all that while this man is here so he can enjoy it. Because this man is incredible, man. And again, I'm going to have to put that book in there because y'all, y'all only catching a tad bit of what we're talking about right now. But as a whole, y'all got to tap into that book and just just follow this man's life. It's a beautiful thing. So salute Thank again, you. brother. You know what I mean? It's, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I've known of you known you for a short time. But I feel like, bro, just from the interactions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've known you for years on top of years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, like even when we were uh, talking about the, the, the cool box that you got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we were interested on how to get it fixed and different things and what needs to be doing or how to send it back. You know, I, I like the way we vibe. So I was like, he's a cool brother. You know what I'm saying? That's right on, man. Right on, man. You know, it, it takes two, man. So I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I truly appreciate it. And I think I try to get some of these younger cats to understand, man, that it's all about, it's all about how we communicate with each other as men in general, but then as black men. And, and we have to have a different level of communication where it's not about having a stick your chest out competition, man. It's, it's about, hey, brother, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like You hit that one on the nose. Man, because I'm telling you, I watch these youngsters, boy, I'm just like, pride and ego, man, will get you murdered quick. You know what man, I mean? This competition amongst us is what is stopping us from growing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I live in an area where it was a, a lot of uh, fields and open area. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of other races come together as family and buy these lots and build houses mm-hmm. together. And that, it makes me feel good to see people do that, but it hurts my heart why we can't do that. That part, man. That you part, know? man. And that's, you know, <laughs> and, and as you look at it, dude, on that whole side of it, from the businesses to everything, we don't go to any stores or any other businesses and ask for discounts and markdown. But we come right to each other, who we know is struggling to try and make it work. And be like, hey, well, can you plug me? You know what I mean? Can I get the? Can I get a discount? Can I get the hardware rate? Why don't you just ask me for reparation? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I mean, why? You know what I'm saying? You go get a gallon of milk down the street from Kim Wah's store, and but you, you come down to my store and you want a discount because you said you bought something here before and you support me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I did the same thing. I have my barber shop. I have my clothing store. I've had so many businesses, car lots. And people think because they bought a car from me the year before when they got their taxes, they're going to get a deal the next year. You know, it, it, it's just, it's crazy. It is, you know what dude. I'm saying? It it's is. crazy. And, I'm and, never if, and if we all stuck together and did things together and all we all took our turn for our own rewards, then we could build a better society that we all can have wealth. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Instead of all competing, showing who got the biggest rims and houses and jewelry and, and, you know, all that stuff, you know, and that's that's the sad part of what we're doing to ourselves. It is, man. That's that's the worst part of it all. That's the worst part yeah. of it all. And when you see certain pictures and you see certain people and they have a business deal that took place, they'll be the only brother and maybe one other brother in a group of amongst others. And it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's because not so much if somewhere in there, somebody didn't want to work with another group of brothers to try to get that bill. Some really yeah. didn't want to work with another group of brothers and sisters to say, let's make this same move. But they're just like, you know, it could have been the two. It could have been the ones on the outside. And that's what yeah. we have to stop doing is looking at each other and saying, hey, if I get 51%, you're going to get 49 but we're all going to put equal money in. 
Everybody just throw the yeah. money in the pot and get equal shares. But it's always that yeah. 1% that causes a huge uproar where the business deal doesn't work. But then you go to somebody else and you'll take 45% because it's a bigger name. You know, it's just like <laughs> you just argue with me for 1%. You know, it's, it's the wildest thing with us. And I'm hoping yeah. you're starting to see more of us come together. And I'm hoping that it, it, it spreads and we get past that mentality and do start building and reaching out and helping each other with their situations, man. Because if we all come together, it's, it's an unstoppable movement. It's a huge movement. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think things are starting to turn around in a positive way, you know, but I think our biggest concern, I wouldn't call it a problem, is our younger youth still not understanding what's going on in the world and just they only understand what's going on in their neighborhoods. Man, say that. You know, and once they pay more attention to what's going on, you got to watch TV, just do a little bit of reading, just acknowledge things. And you're young enough, they're young enough to come in and make a change. You know, we they might are. have 50 plus years left. We might not see the result of what they do. But exactly. if we teach them that when they, what they leave for their children and their children hundreds and hundreds of years from now, then yeah, it could be a lot different. You know what I'm saying? So really that's what I hope to, you know, educate young brothers when they're out here doing things, you know, and let them know what they need to teach the kids younger than them, you know, instead of exactly. teaching them the wrong stuff, you know? And, and that's the truth, man. That's the truth. I'm going to tell you, dude, on, on election night, when I was I was working at Walmart at the time, and I was working at Walmart, man, on election night, bro, within, I say, a 10-minute window, I had a conversation yeah. with two young brothers in the same age group. They were both around 18, 19. The one was excited because he was finally getting to vote the whole bit, right? Yeah. yeah. So the first one, he comes up to me in one aisle, and he's looking at, you know, he's looking around. I'm just like, what's happening with you? He's like, I'm trying to figure out where I can uh, buy another clip. You know, I thought Walmart sold clips and bullets and this and that. I'm like, no. I'm like, well, Walmart doesn't sell clips and bullets, brother. They're like, you're <laughs> the whole wrong store, you know. Yeah. Then I'm thinking to myself, too, if you're about to do something wrong, the last thing you want to do is buy bullets and all that in a store with cameras. So I'm thinking, what's wrong? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on right here? So yeah. I started talking to him, and he tells me how a friend of his had just got shot a little while earlier and that him and his yeah. dudes are trying to get together to go handle business on that end of it. So, oh, wow. Mind you, I'm working. So at this yeah. point, I'm like, you know what, man? So me and dude stood there in the aisle for about 15, 20 minutes just talking, just yeah. talking. And I'm sitting there trying to tell him, I'm like, look, bro, the, the life that I lived and the path that I took to get to where I am now, I'm working here part-time for extra money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But what I'm trying to tell you, youngin', is, this isn't the way to go about what you're trying to do. I mean, we sat there and had a whole talk where I'm just trying to give him the, the ups and ins and outs of how this is all going to turn out in the end. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, if you go do this right now, you're just going to keep it going. So you might've lost one today. They might lose one. And then it's, they're going to come back and hit y'all. It's just going to keep, it's going to keep going, you know? So by the time yeah. I get done with them, one of his friends came to find him in the store and he was like, I yeah. gotta get up out of here. But he kind of had that look and he looked back kind of like, maybe we ain't finna go do what we were originally going to go do. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe this isn't the movement, you know? Even if he was planning on it, you might have knocked the timing off. That, too. I didn't think about that. That 15 minutes might get him other people a window to be somewhere else. Man, brother, you see what I mean? Life life is about timing, you know what I'm saying? Man. I, I never thought about that part of it to where, yeah. You, you changed the course of that evening, maybe their brother's life and saved somebody else's life. 
Man, brother, that's a hell of a... You know, I never thought about that good point, my brother. Good. Hey, I'm telling you, man, you put them in the room together, boy. Let them talk. You know what I'm saying? Now, with that dude, so now mind you, when I get done talking to him, I go down to another aisle, and it's another young brother, and he works at Walmart. Now, the one came into Walmart. The other one works at Walmart. Yeah. I hit the corner on him, and he's just like, hey, OG, did, did you go and vote? And I'm just like, yeah, I voted, man, this and this. He's like, dude, I'm so excited. I got to vote this year and this, this, that, and the other. We have to vote. We have to make the changes. We have to start here. We have to start doing this, this, and this. I'm yeah. telling you, man, I just went from one who wanted to go shoot up a neighborhood. I've been the corner, and I have one that's pushing the agenda, making sure that you got out there and vote, telling me the yeah. importance behind the vote. And I'm just yeah. like, man, how can I get you and the other one in the same place to talk to each other? You know what I mean? At the same time. And have this conversation because you're both the same age, but with two totally different outlooks on life right now. Well, I think you have the platform right now to do that, man, brother. And that's and that's dang sure what I've been trying to do, man. That's that's yeah. man. I've been trying to be as transparent on my life. Everybody's been coming on here. I appreciate all of y'all because everybody's been extremely transparent on their end. And uh, and I think we're some of the things that these youngsters were missing was the older heads that know it just telling them and trying to push it out there to them in some way, whether they want to hear it or not. It's like yeah. when we were young, the older heads told us stuff. We might've act like we didn't hear them, but we heard them. You know what I'm saying? And if it wasn't that day, it might've been three days later. And we were just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going with y'all today. You know, and nobody knows yeah. why, but you're thinking about something somebody told you maybe a week ago. That's kind of yeah. starting to make sense. Like, Damn, it didn't sink in at that hour, but I think he nah, he did make some sense though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, shall I listen to the guy who just came home that did 15? Or shall I listen to my little young dude who ain't never been nowhere? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like the one who just came home is saying, Don't get in the car. The one who's never been on vacation is saying, Get in the car. Who should I listen to? You know what I mean? And it might yeah, have took a couple of days to sink in, but now you know, like, I'm not getting in with him. I'm just going to go ahead and let that ride. So, yeah. you know, and that's why I appreciate all of us now being able to come together on this type of a platform and speak on it. That's, that's what I'm saying. You made that platform possible for us to be with it. Speaking for other people that need to hear it, they're going to be forced to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, bro. I appreciate that, man. And that's like a perfect movement off into your book, man. Put us up a little bit on, on the book. So cause I know I've been hyping it through the thing, but uh, go ahead, man. Because <laughs> uh, I want people to get a, a better understanding. I definitely want everybody to get out there and tap in and pick it up too. Okay. Well, my book is, I wrote it myself. It's a story of my life. It's my autobiography by Anthony Hill. The book is called the untold story of a beats audio. And, uh, I think you'll love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've been pushing this book, pushing this book, pushing this book. And uh, so far, it has changed a lot of people's lives. And from what I understand, this book has got into the prison system and helping a lot of people. Oh, wow. And the whole point of expressing my life and, and putting it out there, it, it was a release of a lot of things I had bottled up in my life. Like I told you, my mom left me when I was 11 years old, mm -hmm. never came back. Right before that, she got me my first dope case by putting heroin in my pocket, visiting her boyfriend in San Quentin prison, Man. which I ended up busted in the visiting room. So that dictated my life as a juvenile. So I spent most of my life in and out of facilities based on my first charge. So that kind of dictated my whole life, um, which led me to a lot of bad situations, a lot of decisions. I've even went through a murder trial to where I was facing life. Um, I got out of that, you know, I've, 
I've been through hell and back. And in this book, really the whole point of this book is just to let you know, when you think life is over and you're in your darkest days, that's when it's just beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are better days out there. Don't give up. Keep striving. Keep pushing. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. Hell yeah. I mean, this this book is is it's it's something that you have to read in order, even if you've never been in any bad situations or anything like that. It's just a heartfelt book that you can either help someone else and you can help yourself if you read it. Man. You know what I'm saying? And you can get that on Amazon.com or you can get it at abeatsaudio.com. And I think you're going to be putting that up as well. Yeah, heck yeah, man. It's going to be in the link, man. It's going to be on the uh, podcast links. It's going to go on the uh, the, the uh, Facebook pages, the Instagram pages, everything that I have. Uh, <laughs> outside, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything that, that filters out when I hit that button under mine is going up under there. Anything that yeah. you ever have, man, please throw up under uh, my page without hesitation. Just oh, yeah. add me and in, then, man. And the different thing about my book is, you know, I'm all in the music. You know, I, I build boom boxes and all that. That's what I do. You know, my life is about making people dance. So every chapter of my book is a song. So my first chapter is My Life Was Never Easy by Kanye West. And he goes, well, these are the breaks. Chapter two, Curtis Blow. Murder was mm-hmm. a case of the day Snoop Dogg. Chapter three, going back to Cali, LL Cool J. Chapter four, that's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Chapter five, it's like a jungle out here. Sometimes it made me wonder. Grandmaster Flash. Chapter seven, ain't no stopping us now. <laughs> chapter eight, <laughs> situation number nine, Club Nouveau. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I saw that, I said, like, "Oh, brother, I know we're from the same time." <laughs> yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? but a lot of the people don't realize that life is music. You it know what is. I'm saying? I'm, you know, you had to realize things going on in your life. People made songs about things that happened in their life. Yes, they just relate man. to you at certain times in your life, and you realize it. Yeah, man, that's the dude. I'm telling you, man, the, one of the most relevant songs to this day is the message. That song, yeah. you know what I mean? It's still yeah. it's just a different scene in the background, but it's the same joint. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's the same yeah. thing happening. You know that's I mean? it. And that's what I was, when I was looking to, man, I'm telling you, People out there don't understand. Look, within the first few pages, when you grab this man's book, within the first few pages, you're going to be looking at people like, don't bother me. Let me try to get through this right here because it'll grab you and it pulls you in. You know what I mean? And that's another thing people got to get out here. You got to support all of our local people, all of our independent folks, man. Support them like these other people that don't even know you. This brother, you might run into him in the store. You know what I'm saying? So you got a better chance to meet this man and taking a picture with him. You know, shoot, sure, they don't understand yeah, I'm it. Down I'm all over the place. You might run into me. I'll find him for you. Heck yeah, brother. I'm telling you, man, we're going to definitely push that, man. And then, then also, also, you out here, of course, everybody knows the, the cool box, man. Everybody, at least everybody that knows me knows of the cool box, <laughs> man, because I had that thing on every workout dude in the park. The whole bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. I still travel with that joint. Now the weather is better getting open. I told everybody, like, are you going to still be working out in the park? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm still be out there in the park. Like, You'll still be bringing the music? I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to bring it. It's right here. We've just been waiting for a reason. Just had to get the season back in order. You know, yeah, yeah. my dream is still to get that big one, brother. I keep looking at that big one. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, one day I'm going to have a place for that big box, boy. And it's going to go so I'm hard. I'm right here surrounded by them right now. I probably got a hundred and some boxes. Surrounding me right now, what I told. Oh man, hey, we're gonna put that up there too. Slap the link in there for the boxes. I think oh, the yeah. next time, man, when I flip one this time around, I'm gonna get the whole mental snacks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do get you to get a custom one for me. You know, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, yeah, man. 
I can wrap it for you, whatever you want on there. That's what I do. That's my specialty. Heck yeah, man. And we'll definitely be pushing that one around too. And then also, I'm telling you, I keep saying also with this man, because this man got so many hats and got his hands everywhere. Y'all ain't even knowing. But now you also have a role, and this is on Tubi, correct? Yes, yes. And the show is a, is a Kiss Capping, right? It's going to be season two? Yes, yeah, called Capping Season Two. Uh, it's a dramedy, and my role on this show, I'm K3. K3 is a character from South Central L.A., I'm a ruthless drug dealer, and I'm very protective by my baby sister, Courtney. So if you want to see some good acting and dramedy, so dramedy is comedy and drama. And there is a lot of, lot of good actors on this season. You can watch season one, download Tubi for free right now. We're working on season two. We got one more episode to shoot, and that will be released in the fall. Uh, so you got to watch Captain. And you got to watch K3. Heck yeah, man. Captain K3. Look, and again, I will be posting that on my page also. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, brother, whatever you got, man, throw it. I'll post it, repost it, tag it the whole nine. But yeah, so tune in to 2 y'all and catch Captain. So season one, you're not on season one, but you're showing up on season two. But you got to watch season one to understand why I'm showing up on season two. Exactly. So you got to piece the whole thing together, y'all. You know and season one is only three episodes, but okay. so far we have six episodes in season two. And okay. we have a lot of people in this. Uh, I don't know if you know the rap artist or, or R&B singer, Young Music. There is a lot of talented artists in this and actors and everybody from the first season is on there. But it, it's it's a mixture between uh, what is the, what is the uh, Snowfall mm-hmm. and, and The Shy. Now, I want to say a little bit of P-Valley. You know what I'm saying? Because I when I watched P-Valley the other day, I'm like, oh, they kind of they kind of took one of my scenes. But, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you got to understand when you see it, you watch, the, you watch the first episode of P-Valley, and then you watch the third episode of Capping, and you understand what I mean. Okay. Okay. Heck, yeah, man. That's a whole other show right there. But, heck, yeah, oh, yeah, man. No, we'll definitely be tuning in and – I'll definitely be telling my people out here to, to tap in and tune in on that also, man. I'm telling you, brother, you. hey, congratulations and salute yeah, on everything you. that is going in your direction, man. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, brother. Congratulations to you, too, and them legs just running all over the place. I couldn't keep up with you. <laughs> man, I appreciate it, bro. You know, it's like I was telling you earlier, man, it's like uh, for me, running was never my thing. And I was talking yeah. to my friend the other day, man. He used to run track. He was going to run in the uh, Olympics until he had a – he tore his uh, – was it the Achilles right there off in there? His, uh, and that yeah, ended yeah. his dreams of running. But I was talking yeah. to him, and he was just like, man, he said, I don't even run anymore because of my knees and this and that. He yeah. said, so for you to be able to run – and I was like, brother, I appreciate that. I said, but you got to understand. I said, you ran for years. I just yeah. started running. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I just yeah. started going because, like I was telling you, when I was boxing and doing Muay Thai – I was yeah. far with you all day long, but as soon as you said go outside and run, I was just like, "This is wrong. There's no reason. Yeah. <laughs> There's no right for this." Yeah. So, so now for me to be out running and actually enjoying it, dude, it's it's so crazy, man. I look at I'm looking over at my shoe rack right now, and at my front door by the shoe thing is like three different sets of running shoes, and I would have yeah. never thought that I would have running shoes that I actually ran in. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like usually was, definitely some George over there that's looking all flimsy and everything. Yeah, man, yes, indeed. Or it'd be the the running shoes that were the fly running shoes to wear into the club. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So now. Got to clean them all for you were. Yeah. Exactly, dude. I'm out here, dude. I'm, I'm over here now reading running shoe reviews. And, you know, so yesterday was just one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to push myself yeah. out of my comfort zone. And as always, running, trying to do three miles and so forth. I'm like, you know, we're going to go for five, man. Because you got sometimes you just have to push yourself and just, you know, if I, you if you only go that you're going to know that you can or can't, if you just get out there and just make yourself do it. And yeah. I just, man, after I hit that third mile, I was like, so this is what runners mean. After they hit a certain mile, the rest of the miles they run that day seems easy. Because after yeah. I got over my hump, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this ain't bad. Yeah. That's when the four girl kicked in. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was a beautiful thing. I ran it down there by the San Diego Harbor. So it was oh, all okay. the ships and the water and the scenery. So I yeah, swear, yeah. Man, I ran like an adult with ADD. I got to have something I can keep looking at. Because if I, because yeah. <laughs> if not, I'm like this is a wrap. So exactly. you gonna see me run an hour on the treadmill? I, I, I'd kill myself trying to run. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but outside, I'm I'm looking at the trees. I'm looking at birds. I'm looking at the people, and then I'm just running. I'm just like, okay, this this is kind of cool. So when I was done. I was like, dang, I probably could have done another mile. But so that's that's next week's goal, man. So I'm just man. trying to do it moving, man. Trying to do it moving. That's like my time of. Mental clarity and physical bonus at the same time. So that's probably in the best time you think too is when you're running. It is, man. It is. I come up with the majority of my ideas come from that time frame. You yeah. know, and I have like depending, man, I have two different soundtracks. So if I run around my neighborhood, it might be more like Nipsey and Pac and all them cats going on. Yeah. If I run down there by the water, man, it's some Lecrae, uh Kurt Franklin, yeah. James Fortune. Some of everything, okay. you know, Mary J. Blige, man. When Mary J. Blige fine song comes on, that that's my joint yeah. right there. So even if I'm you on my last leg, oh man, when that song comes on, bro, I can be. <sighs> but then that song kicks in, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It Man, I'm telling you, I'm sure there's some people I have ran by not knowing how loud my headphones and so forth were, and was just probably screaming Mary J. Blige. So here's this 220 pound brother running down the walkway with his jogging gear on, just yelling Mary J. Blige. So, so, so <laughs> they're like, too, you know, he's having, he's living the time of his life, you know, but you know, I'm just trying to, Hey, I'm trying to stay active, man, and, and be here for the kid and everybody else, man. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. On your next time, I'm I'm about to get back super fit. So you next time we talk, man, you're going to be, I'll be bragging about, you know what I'm saying? I'll be bragging about fitness. Hey, man, you know what, brother? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. And I'm going to try and pull Cool Boy's coattail, too, because I've seen him talking about he's getting back in there, moving around. And, uh, yeah. you know, so I'm going to try and holler at that cat. I'm going to get up there one day and get near some gloves with my man and see what's up with Cool Boy. But shout out to him because <laughs> he bridged us together inadvertently. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. so shout out to the boy out there, too, man. But, now nah, I truly appreciate you, man, taking this time with me, man. Uh, real talk. <laughs> Yeah, Anytime. Heck yeah, we're going to do it again, man, uh, soon, you know what I'm saying, just to check in with you on GP, and once you get done with all the shooting and everything, and if when you get back in L.A., let me know, because I'll definitely try and oh, shoot yeah. out there and catch up with you. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely be down there real soon, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm studying my scripts now, so I, I don't like taking no paperwork into the set. I want to memorize everything when I go in, so Heck I live yeah. it. 
Okay. I, 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 I listen to it. I read it. I wake up in the middle of the night. I go over my line. So when, when the action goes, I got to have it. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, man. And before we get out of here, dude, tell them where they can find you, man. Give them all the social medias and, and web addresses, everything you want to drop for how they can get a hold of you. Go ahead and drop it, man. Well, you can reach me on Facebook at Anthony's Beats. That's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-S Beats, B-A-T-S. And on Instagram, it's the same thing, Anthony's Beats. It'll pop up. And my website is abeatsaudio.com. That's A-B-E-A-T-Z dot C-O-M. Abeatsaudio.com. I forgot the audio, but you're going to put them up there on the website for yes, me. Yes, indeed, so man. Cool. Yes, indeed. All day, yeah, fam. You can order my book. Or you can order some boom boxes, custom. I'm the one that created the first Bluetooth broom. Oh, uh, bangers, Bluetooth wall bangers. They're pictures that hang on your walls. I sell bump boxes. I have custom boxes. I have big cool boxes, small cool boxes, AB Sadio boom boxes. The whole world's a boom box. <laughs> <laughs> For real. When I seen that broom, I was like, bruh. I was like, the broom. Like, this dude Man. right here. And that was crazy when I had Turbo do it and hooked up with me. Now we sell the Turbo broom. Bruh, you know what I mean? <laughs> now he's the one to do it in the movies. All of a sudden, he calls me something like, hey, you want to do something with that broom? I'm like, hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. The blessings just fall into the hands, man. That's, that's man. a beautiful thing, brother. I'm telling you, man, when I saw that broom, I was like, where was this at when I had to do chores, man? You know what I'm saying? Because good grief. That probably would have been the reason she said stop sweeping because of the music always playing. Man, just go on. Just don't sweep. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it, boy. You want to sweep the driveway? Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you, man, don't trip because in my own house, I'll be tempted to get that room because I ain't got a whole lot to sweep. But when I do have to sweep, though, you know, there might be some Christmas gifts just this year with that broom, brother. So stay uh, oh, yeah. stay ready, man. I might shoot a couple of those out this year. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people look on my website. If you want to build your own boom box, Bluetooth boom box with your kid, I sell a kid for thirty nine ninety five, And you can build your own boom box. Those are two speakers, amplifier, four batteries, and directions. And hook it right up in 10 minutes and have your own boom box. You can have a conversation with your family and tell them you built your own radio. Man, Take it anyway. That right there, boy. That right there. Y'all y'all really got to get that one. I'm digging it, man. It. I'm digging it, man. Salute, fam. Shoot. I'm going to say I'm going to put all this up, too. And uh, anything you ever have coming forward, man, projects, anything. Even if it's just words of wisdom during the day, tag me Thank in you. that mug, man. Shoot, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for all of it. I got you, man. I appreciate all the support, all the advertisement, man. It, it means a lot to me. Man, brother, hey, just you being around means a lot to all of us, man. So salute, brother. Oh, man. Thank you, thank you. Yes, indeed, man. And thank you all for tuning in, man. And this is another one of these wild episodes of Mental Snacks with Claiborne Jackson, my special guest up in here, Anthony Hill, the, the author, the entrepreneur, some of everything. You know what I'm saying? So this has been a beautiful day. I appreciate you, brother. Have a happy Father's Day, Grandfather's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to all out there. Happy Father's Day. Yes, indeed, man. And thank you, brother. This has been a pleasure, man. I'm going to reach out to you again, man. All right, bro. All right, Take John. it easy. Yes, indeed. Right. Peace. Yes, indeed, y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in and tuning in with me, man. This is Clay Baron Jackson. Mental Snacks, special Father's Day edition. Peace.